time. Better that time. All right. Okay, so this comic's about John C. Riley, if I understand correctly. This one? Yeah. Yes, it is. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, no, wait. That is that no, is literally my is, only uh, touchstone. No, no don't, don't take this away from me. It's John C. Riley. No, no, that's uh, that's uh, that is the predecessor. That's no, the one no, that sto- died. No, stop, stop. No, don't. No, my dreams. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. So, if you're not familiar with Nova, John C. Riley is the guy who dies and passes his powers along, yep. and Peter Serafinowix was the guy. Uh, who tried to uh, take over the entire Nova Force himself and became a villain. So, yeah. Uh, On that note, hello and welcome to this thing we're doing called How Marvelous. I am Max. I am Mickey. And I am JR. Ah... How are we feeling? Um, I don't know. I'm okay. It's, cool. This week's been weird. It's just been a yeah. weird fucking my brain week. So, yeah. I got to talk to a stranger about my bowel control. Oh. So that's fun. Because of your back pain? Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Yep. That that's that, that's fun. That's one of those That's one of those things that they're just like, so you have back pain, huh? And it's pretty bad and it's down into your legs. You ever shit yourself? Ah. <laughs> uh, ah, wow. And Jeez. I I made friends with the uh uh with Steve from the Drew Carey show. Which one was Steve? That was his brother. Oh, the one the one who uh the one who uh, got with Mimi. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like in person or on Twitter? Not on Twitter. Oh, no, that could... I mean, it counts. It, Whatever. It, yeah, no, it totally counts. It's how you and I became friends, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. How's he? Pardon? How's he? He's good. He's uh, he, He's got gray hair now. That's it. Stands to reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was 20 years ago. I I, oh. I, I kind of want to ask him what uh, Diedrich Bader's like. Fair enough. And that's, that's about it. I mean, the guy's a Batman. It counts. <laughs> Diedrich Bader, I follow him on Twitter. And I've only really had one interaction with him. Um, but, yeah, like, he seems he seems nice enough. He's very, he's, he's your basic white liberal. Yeah. But not like, not like in a terrible way. Like, you know, just kind of like white liberal in it up you know just he tries not do what he tries (laughs) 
he tries, but also he's he's. I've never seen him calling for revolution or even Medicare for all. Just like, that's that's really more of a Ryan Stiles kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's one of those things of like you know, I was very disappointed to find Chris Evans having a conversation with Bill Maher, like yeah. willingly. We- Oh, we yeah. literally talked about that in a previous episode, and two day and a day later, he did that. Yeah, because like, I because I was literally saying like Chris Evans seems really cool, but I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like I'm gonna find out he's the worst kind of just shit ass liberal. Uh, that's just like seemingly wants good things, but also like uh wants to Lines return up well no but the position is you wind up wanting to return to a status quo that was shitty for people in the beginning and yeah. that's not good which of those guys dietrich bader and uh ryan styles which of them is canadian are they both canadian um i don't think ryan styles is so i'm going to claim dietrich bader and and when we can claim people we will okay well, we will <laughs> Celine Dion never forget. No, no, no. Eject that <laughs> bitch into the sun. But if you touch Colby Smothers, I will fuck you up. Oh, I didn't know she okay. was Canadian. Jeez. Okay, cool. Really? I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. <laughs> I mean, that was the joke. That was the point of the whole let's go to the mall thing. So, Diedrich Bader is from Virginia. Ah! Okay. Uh... Well, Ryan what about Styles. Ryan Styles? Yeah, Ryan Styles is Canadian. Oh, okay. Uh, well, wait, no, hold on. No, no, the Let's, other one's no, Canadian. The bald guy. He's he, yeah. Colin Mockery is Canadian. Yeah. Well, so I when I pulled him up on Wikipedia, it said American Canadian. Uh, but then I look at birthplace, and it's Seattle, Washington. So, whatever. To be fair, if he lives here, we'll count it, just like Brock Lesnar. Fair enough. Yep. I don't even... Re- what are we talking... Nova. Right, We're talking right. talking about Nova. Right. Uh, coming, off, coming off an issue that honestly would have been better, even if it had just been pictures of Jim Shooter uh, burning the money from the, that was made off the issue... Uh, we get this, which, while not great, is at least something. Um, it's better. so. It's better. All, all I can say about this is it's my first Nova comic. Oh, like well, entirely? Like pretty much. Like only. It's my first comic called Nova, starring Nova. Wow. And and okay. like he's not just like. Some background character to other shit happening. Right. Okay. okay. Well, so here, so here's the, so here's the thing. I had tried on several occasions to get into Nova, uh, whether it was through, whether it was through uh, uh, New Warriors, or whether it was through reading his own book, and I just couldn't. Because yeah, he looks really cool. Uh, but I just didn't get into him. Well, wait a but minute. Annihilation. The costume's cool. The helmet is hit or miss. 
depending the on the helmet is hit or miss depending yeah but i mean generally speaking it's a cool design overall yeah um the the thing i will say is the thing that made me love nova the thing that got me hardcore into nova was annihilation and so and so forth into uh thanos imperative um because so annihilation fucks with nova hardcore like it's really um it's really good and uh nova nova gets really awesome um but then in thanos imperative one of the things i absolutely love is uh uh in the in the course of in the course of thanos imperative nova flashes back to a conversation he had with peter quill during annihilation though peter quill star lord barely appears in annihilation at all he's yeah. sort of in the lead up to it uh in thanos's book and then he's not really in in it to amount to anything He's in Annihilation Conquest. Okay. Um, but, like, ostensibly he was involved in everything that was going on while Annihilation was happening because it was such a massive thing going on. Uh, and uh, Nova's just like, I, I don't know how to deal with something this big. And uh, Peter Quill is just like, well, you know, you know it's really big when the abstracts start getting involved. And he's like, what do you mean abstracts? And he's like, you know, the concept of chaos or order starts getting involved in what's happening. Then shit gets real. And he's like, what do you do if that happens? And he's just like, you just stare it in the face and yell at it as you try to kill it. <laughs> and... And that's basically I haven't, yeah. I haven't um, read the Thanos Imperative, and now I'm going to go check that out. Well, it, it is. It's uh, it's because I it's, read Annihilation and, and Annihilation Conquest and enjoyed the shit out of both of them. Um, but I haven't read that one. That's cool. Well, it's it's uh, Annihilation Conquest is awesome. Or sorry, Annihilation is awesome. Annihilation Conquest is awesome. War of Kings and Realm of Kings have some interesting things. Like, I like what they did with Darkhawk, of all characters, in that. Um, yeah, we've talked about that before. But uh, Realm of Kings is primarily, like, is primarily interesting because it sets up Thanos Im- Imperative via the Cancerverse. And the Cancerverse is really cool. Because uh, the Cancerverse is a universe in which Captain Marvel didn't die. Um, And that spelled the beginning of the end for the concept of death in that universe. Um, Like death itself died. Oh, uh, that sounds like some Green Lantern I've heard of before. Yeah, and so but like, yeah, then uh, nobody starts dying, and then it starts like piling up in that universe. It right? starts piling. It becomes like a literal cancer. It's just things are multiplying out of control, and 
War of Kings ends with a massive explosion that rips a hole in the universe. And entities from the Cancerverse start finding their way over. Okay. And it becomes a problem. And so what they wind up doing is uh, they resurrect Thanos in order to basically drop him into the Cancerverse and reintroduce the concept of death. Holy so fuck. That's brilliant. Though. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah I need it's to check this bitchin'. the fuck out. I like that. Yeah. It's that era of cosmic Marvel was doing some really cool shit. So I, I quit after uh, Annihilation Conquest. Shouldn't have did that. No. Clearly. Uh all right, so let's talk about so, this issue. Yeah, so how how about this era of space, Marvel? Oh, so okay. Over on Watcher's Guide, we have been reading Nova, and we're about up to here. Um, not all the way here, but we're close. And Nova in seventy seven, seventy eight is. On the whole, fine. They they haven't done anything. They've done one or two really interesting things with the mm-hmm. character uh, where essentially we're trying to reboot Spider-Man 10 years later, right? That's, that's what he is. Um, he's a teenager in, he's in high school and he, he's generally kind of hapless. He's not smart, which is one of the differences they're taking and uh he's yeah he's a fucking idiot he's an idiot like he's a complete dummy and uh he he's (laughs) again he thinks he has like no luck with women when he clearly already has a girlfriend um and like then he gets these powers and the the cool thing they've done with him in the in the 616 books is that he is shit at fighting Like, he has all this fucking power, but he is absolutely terrible when it comes to actually fighting and using his powers. Like, he can fly around and, like, monitor and get into scraps, but he's going to get his ass kicked all over and up and down. Mm. Uh, The best issue so far was he was fighting an insurmountable uh, opponent who literally considered him, I mean, he is a boy, but like they considered him considered him beneath them the entire time and every i mean he pulled a spider-man and every time he got knocked down you know rich got back up again and damn it i did it that was an accident and uh he that was cool that moment was awesome uh since then that was four or five issues ago i think since then it's not been so great the thing is like i see we got some yellow claw yeah shit after but that I see, and it was just I see like a I lot of care. promise in this character from where that's at now that it is disappointing to know that they squander most of that promise for like 40 years um, but I mean, but I mean, basically, what you've got to think of it as is Nova is what if Spider-Man were a bit dumber and became a Green Lantern? <laughs> like, 
that's that's basically like the Nova Corps is a knockoff Green Lantern Corps, uh, and that is functionally what the character is. That's the origin. That's what you got to know going in. Um, like Max said, the the Sphinx is inter- The story with the Sphinx was interesting because yeah, he's just like get out of my face, stripling, like. I need you alive, but I don't really want you alive, so don't push me. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, like, it's interesting because, like Max said, he he gets hit and he gets hit and he keeps getting back up. And the Sphinx is like, okay, you have my attention now. <laughs> like, you are more than I gave you credit for being, so I'm going to let you live. We will continue this later. I have time. I'm immortal. I cannot die until I find this answer. So you can live. We'll continue this later. Um, but yeah, it, since then, it's just been a whole lot of bullshit. Um, well, I just realized we sound like... <laughs> we must to Mickey sound like uh, indie pop enthusiasts as well. Because it's like I I knew about this before it was cool. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> anyway, Whatever. so this issue. So this issue, we're gonna do something a little different here because this is four different stories with different uh, artists and stuff like that. I will tell you the first creative team, and then we'll go issue story by story, and I'll tell you each one of those. So, we have Volume 1, Number 15 of What If. What if Nova had been four other people? And uh, this issue came out in July of 1979 and was written by Marv Wolfman. The, uh, the framing story was penciled by John Buscema, inked by Joe Sinnott, colored by Michelle Wolfman, lettered by Michael Higgins and Irving Watanabe, Edited by Roy Thomas and Marv Wolfman. Uh, This framing story basically just tells you who the hell Nova is, because odds are you don't know. Um, And uh, the Watcher is just like, I know all of these things because I know all there is to know, because I'm the goddamn Watcher. Are you new? Um, But then... We actually get into it. And the first story is uh, penciled by Walt Simonson, woohoo, uh, inked by Bob Wachek, uh, colored by Nell Yamtov. And this, this story involves a woman named Hel- Helen Teller, Helen Taylor, trying to make her Helen Keller, apparently. Apparently. Um, whose husband gets murdered. Uh, And then she, as she is standing there mourning her husband, she is struck by the wave of power that otherwise empowered uh, Richard Ryder. She then uses it to basically become a rocket-assed Punisher. Um, And uh, I'm trying to remember if she even, even... how it even really ends she kind of she kind of she is forced she gets, to confront what she became what she's become yeah she gets captured by the fantastic four for reason 
uh, not yeah. really stated. Uh, and then it ends with uh, Reed going, gee, I wonder what pissed her off. I'm not going to ask her, but... Uh. Yeah. Uh, and, like, this entire... So, she gets shot into the negative zone. Because uh, that's that's Reed's answer for everything. Um, but at the end of this, uh, we find out that the criminal she'd been chasing that entire time, trying to track him down, had, uh, like, right after it happened, driven his car into the into the river and died yeah. uh so it's a really nihilist ending da, yeah da, da, it da, is. Da, da, that's the end like i yeah. mean i know that like half the reason they end it this way is just because it's like i don't know it's the twilight zone ending but like it's so dark and bleak like the fact that she was doing all of this for no reason really like yeah it's it's that when you first set out to seek vengeance you might as well did two graves kind of thing yeah but uh, at the same time like ah, god damn because i actually kind of liked her up until the end and then it was like this fucking sucks everything sucks i don't know I, uh, I don't know. I kind of hate the Punisher. So, seeing a character become the Punisher, but not, is kind of boring. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Like, it's, it's a very moralistic story. Um, but not in an interesting way. And well, that's what I was going to ask you is like, what moral do you think it's teaching? That vengeance is by its very nature pointless. Like, you know, I think, I think that's what they're going for is like, she's been hunting for this guy and he's been dead the whole time. And so she destroyed herself for no reason. All right. Well, I'm glad that someone got something out of this. I didn't say it was good. I just <laughs> said that's what it was. Well, also, it's implied that this body has been underwater for quite some time. And I'm telling you right now, uh, ain't nobody got a face when they've been underwater for that amount of time. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, he... He not only has a face, but he is suspiciously unbloated. Yeah. So, I'm I'm questioning this guy's CSI capabilities here. Uh, so yes, moving on. Speaking of faces, my God, the next section <clears throat> is ugly. What's that? My God, the next section is ugly. Uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. It's... It's not great. No. It's not my favorite. So, the next section has pencils by Carmine Infantino, inked by Frank Springer, colored by Roger Slifer. Infantino is one of those that can be hit or miss at times. Because there were times that... Was he the one that did that Daredevil 
A week or two ago, we read Max. I think so. We've been yeah. Reading, we've been reading a lot of Infantino lately, and yeah, I think if it was that Daredevil, then I really liked it. Um, yeah. But that's like, what I was trying to think was was the one where it started I'm, out with him running like this is that's the dumbest fucking sentence I was about to say. Was it the <laughs> one that started out with Daredevil running across the goddamn uh, dryer lines? Ooh, ooh, yeah, that could be. There's so, like, few, uh, there's so few issues that feature that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could so be like, one of. Is it? I don't is know, it that issue of Spider? Is that is it that issue of Spider Man that starts with him swinging around the city? Man, I already oh. told you this this episode that I am an idiot. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, Carmine Infantino can be really hit or miss. This is, I think, more of a miss than any than a hit, certainly. Uh, but this this story involves a dude who. Uh, I don't, do they actually say he's homeless or is it just heavily implied? I believe it's heavily implied. Um, but he's been Nova for like a minute, but hasn't really, like, he's got the costume and it's just kind of been around, uh, but he hasn't done a lot with it, um. But the scrolls come to Earth and they're just like, ha ha ha, Earth, let's check it out. Jesse, meanwhile, winds up at this orphanage and the lady is like, come on in. There's a lot of kids, so get used to that. Um, but he's friendly with the kids and the scrolls, the scrolls register a large amount of power on Earth uh, and go to investigate Admittedly, that describes a bunch of different shit at this exact moment in time. Yeah. But whatever. We're not talking about the Hulk this week. We're talking about Nova. So they show up looking for Jesse. And uh, Jesse uh, tries to throw down with them. Uh, One of them turns into a snake and binds him. He pretends to go down just to get the scrolls away from the children. They go back up to the scroll ship. He fights them and in the process destroys a control panel, which causes the ship to explode. Jesse, I guess, dies. Hooray. Yeah. And becomes the North Star just in time for Christmas. Yeah, thank you. It was definitely a Christmas thing the whole time. Yeah. It was like... Yeah. Anytime... It's a Christ story. I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the nonchalantness of uh, uh, the lady from the uh, the orphanage who, uh, at the very end of the story, instead of being like, he was a good man and he gave his life for you and you should always appreciate it. She's literally just like, well, I'm bored. You kids want something to drink? Yeah. 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 Every, who uh, wants hot cocoa? That was yeah. pretty. <laughs> Well, he blew so up real good. Dead. <laughs> uh, the thing the thing that's odd is it's very tempting to say that the whole Christ thing is boring because I'm an atheist, but it's really just because it's such a hack crutch. You no, know? Yeah. No, that's 
it's I agree. <laughs> like you know <laughs> Robocop is Christ I can at least get with. <laughs> you know? Uh but because at least with that there's other things going on. It's like yeah. But when it's when it's like the Man of Steel style Christ allegory and I'm just like, oh my god, I get it. I get it. Jesus is Superman. This was boring when Singer did it. This has been boring every time somebody's done it. Can we please stop? Uh, but yeah, anyway. Moving along. Yeah, yeah, we actually get to an interesting one. This one... This one kind of has a bullet points thing going on. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's the fastest. Yeah. Um, no, he means the, the comic, the bullet or bullet points. Did you ever read that? Nope. It's real. Okay. It, okay. One sec. So, real quick, penciled by Ross Andrew and inked by Frank Giacoya. This is what if Peter Parker had become Nova. So, the, the, the bullet points of bullet points is that uh, it is a five-issue miniseries put out by Marvel, and the premise of it is that instead of being shot immediately after creating Captain America, Dr. Erskine was shot before creating Captain America. And it leads to this butterfly effect wherein... Peter Parker becomes the Hulk. Bruce Banner becomes Spider-Man. Captain America becomes Iron Man. On and on and on. And uh, it's interesting. And so this is much the same thing where it's just like, okay, things go a slightly different direction. And we wind up with a radically... We wind up with a familiar character in an unfamiliar costume yeah basically. yeah you, you can't exactly say radically different since it features peter getting in an accident getting superpowers right. uh misusing them uh to his own uh, uh detriment and of course uh crippling guilt and then quitting it's got the makings of an entire spider-man story well, I mean, Peter is Spider-Man no matter what. <laughs> like, Peter, Peter, is Peter Parker Peter, is no a fuck-up. And that is yeah. the fundamental truth of this universe. Yeah, but the short version of this is that Peter Parker is bitten by a radioactive spider, but instead of getting him, giving him spider powers, it gives him non-working legs. And so he's feeling sorry for himself and life sucks, but then he's struck by a ray of power. He's suddenly able to walk again, and he becomes Nova, and everything's great. But then, in the course of uh, things, he winds up uh, protecting Uncle Ben from a burglar, but kills the dude. And so, he winds up um, turning himself in, standing trial, yada, 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 whatever. Um, And, like we said, it's, it's an interesting... It's an interesting story in general. Um, Because, you know, even though at the end of it, 
I mean, clearly it was self-defense. You know, he, the buller, the, the buller, burglar shot at him. The bullet bounced off of him and hit the burglar. Yeah, that's not, his, that's not his fault. That's harsh shit. But of course, it being Peter, he'll be like, I murdered him. Yeah. So we get, we get the costume in the trash can, except it's a Nova costume instead of a Spider-Man one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, the last one is uh, what if a what if a criminal had become Nova? And this one is penciled by George Perez and inked by Tom Palmer. Um, I feel like this one's the biggest disappointment because it had the potential. Like, I really like the Spider-Man one because that's what the other two should have been. There should have been like, what if uh, Rhodey became uh, Iron Man and then ended up Jesusing himself, or what if uh, fucking the Hulk became, or uh, the Hulk became uh, Nova? Um, and this, this, there's surra- this character is surrounded by supervillains. We could have had what if the Red Skull became Nova, or what if Thanos became Nova? But instead, they're just like ah, fuck it. It's just some random guy. And honestly, when we first started reading, when when I first started reading these first few pages, I was like, is that Nick Fury? I was so confused. They never say who he is. And it's just and, like, okay, yeah. who smokes stogies? Logan Fury. It's not Logan. Because he's too tall. Yeah. But it, like, it, it would have been... Grimm. It would have been rad if it were Fury and he somehow had used the the Nova power to become like a doom level supervillain. Like that would have been like what, what pushed him to that? Like, yeah, right. That's cool. Or like, what if it was doom and he, you know, doom essentially had the power of a green lantern. Could you imagine the, the terror that would be doom with a weapon based on willpower? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Fuck. That would have been fucking Bug fuck. <laughs> it's already green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the the short version of this is that this Nova works with Doom, Red Skull, and Sphinx to kill every superhero in the world, and then they all turn against each other. Um, Inevitable. Huh. The the uh, thing that is interesting about this. Requires you to have read Nova. Yeah. Um, because at the end of this, uh, <clears throat> you know, Sphinx kills Red Skull, and then it's him and Nova, and uh, Sphinx is like, okay, now the world is mine, and I can do what I want. And But the thing is, what Sphinx wants is to die. Okay? That is... So, Sphinx's whole deal is that he was... Uh, when, when, when Kang went back in time and became Ramatut, Sphinx was his advisor. All right. Um, 
that went south, so he struck out on his own into the desert, and he found this gem, which wound up granting him immortality. Um, but, you know, who wants to live forever? And the only way to... Uh, to be allowed to die is for him to find out a certain key piece of information that he has been looking for and looking for and looking for. And generally speaking, when he looks for it in someone's head, it does not go well for them. Like a lot of people die in the process. And that's what it's implying at the end here is that he's going to start burning through people trying to find this piece of information. In Nova, we discover that along with everything that he got as Nova, this piece of information is now buried in his head. Ah. He has the information. So in that issue where Sphinx is like, I need you alive, but I wouldn't test that. That's why he needs him alive. And so at the end of this, when he murders this guy who becomes Nova, he's killing the person who has the piece of information in their head that would give him what he wants above all else. But he doesn't know that. And now he will never know that. Okay. And so that that kind of kind of makes sense. Like, I, yeah, reading this, I was trying to get like, okay, is this like a proto Thanos Infinity uh, uh, gauntlet thing? Because it seemed like that, but but in context that you just explained, it makes much more sense. Yeah, it it does, and I think I think it makes the ending better. I'm not going to say it's great on its own, uh, but I think. I think it does rely heavily on that information and knowing it makes it okay. I would um, like my, my major issue with this issue is that I think I would have put this story first and been like, or maybe second because the problem is to end on end on a story that your audience because it's what if like a bunch of people pull what if and maybe they don't pull they aren't pulling nova and if you end on this story that's so heavily dependent on a nova like what's going on in nova or what had gone on in nova then you're alienating so much of your audience they're immediately going to be like oh fuck this i don't know what the hell that means um and that's not nice if you boot in the middle and there's another Uh, story right after the end then okay whatever that's weird but fine yeah they they should have definitely ended with spider-man yeah yeah i i am generally of the opinion that a situation like this i'm okay with this and uh and i'll tell you why because uh the the type of people you are going to get who don't know Nova and who buy this simply because they buy what if every month, every two months are going to fall into one of two groups. One is going to be 
uh, people who don't read Nova and they get to that and they don't understand and they don't really care enough to like find out what it's about. They're just going to say, okay then, and go on about their lives. Uh, and the people who see that and don't know what it's about and they're like, what does that mean? And then go out and find it are going to go out and find it. And then you've got a new reader. So either way, it's kind of like you've at least gotten it in front of people. Sure. Uh, and you know, like you may, you may prompt someone to check out Nova who otherwise might not have. So fuck who knows, but I'll tell you one thing I will say the Nova costume is very much designed for a man. Yes, it does not work otherwise. Or rather, it because, works too well to over-sexualize. Yeah, because it's just like... Star boobs! Yeah. Star boobs! Star boobs! Like, the only, the only thing that would make it worse is if it were... is if it were to wind up that the third point on the design wound up right around crotch level on her. Oh yeah. And and we're talking plunging neckline all the way down to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) no, I, I, I had the same thought. I can see it now. It's drawn by Jim Lee. I hate it. Yep. 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 (laughs) So the only thing worse in recent memory that I've read is the, uh, what was that character called? The was it Man Eater? You were on your own. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> no, it was the Spider-Man two-in-one villain, or team-up villain. I'm on my own. That's okay. I guarantee <laughs> you, it's real, or at least I'm close, and uh, not being a terrible bastard right now. There you go. <laughs> Uh, no, that's a guy. No. I swear to God, it's a real thing. And it's horrible. I don't know that it makes it better for me in this moment right now. It's real awkward. That's a tiger. That's a tiger, man. Yeah, okay. She tries to blow up uh, the power station versus she successfully blows up the power station was that was that man eater or man because it's the one that shows up again in thunderbolts isn't it uh can't speak to that the big lady with like super strength maybe I have no fucking idea what you guys are on about right now. Uh, Marvel 2-in-1 is fucking... Or, yeah, team-up is crazy. Sometimes. Uh... Anyway. (laughs) Alright, so let's go. Let's, uh... The issue's... Overall, to me, the issue is... Okay. It's it's better than the one that preceded it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, if if my options were starting a comic collection based off this or starting a comic collection based on the previous one, uh, I would definitely actually want to read comics again after this. I would definitely want to burn them all after uh, the, the previous one. So that's a plus for this issue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to remember what the name of that character was. Eat Manor. Eat Manor? Eat Manor. Okay. That must have been it. Yeah. I'm going to feel really bad if this was some kind of fucking fever dream of mine. <laughs> you could have written for Marvel in the 70s. Apparently. You All know, right. the, the man-eater, the, uh, yeah, you know, rawr! Yeah, you got it. Check it you out. Get it. <laughs> See this guy? He gets it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna figure that out, goddammit. Okay. Uh, Maybe not right now. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, moving on. Uh... Next issue, we have something. Some, I don't remember what. It, what if Shang-Chi yeah, still worked for Fu Manchu? And again, I feel like this is one we've now been... The Max and I have now been primed to deal with. Man-killer. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like maybe she had another name at one point, but... It's a little on the nose, Um, don't you think? Well, it was... It was one of those things of... I think it was slightly... Slightly... Backlashy against the feminist the wave of feminism that was going on at that time. Ah. And so it was just kind of like, I mean, this is what could happen, you know? You got this lady, she hates dudes. uh, And what's going to happen? She's going to start twisting their heads off. And it's just kind of like, what woman would, like, do that? I mean... Well, listen, you know, uh, we've all been there. (laughs) It's just a crazy day. Um, now all I want yeah. is a, a, a late 70s a reactionary take called Boy Punisher. And it's just a woman dressed like the Punisher and she only kills men. <laughs> Do, are they criminals? No. No, they're just men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. And then Mr. Fantastic launches her into the negative zone. I, you know what I want? I want the issue where we find out that the toilets in the Baxter building all empty into the negative zone. And that's why Annihilus and Blastar are always so goddamn angry. (laughs) It's just because they keep getting Ben Grimm's chili shits just like dumped on them. Anyway. 
That's a good way to end an episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Waiting an hour for Ben Grimm chili shits. Goodbye. <laughs>